Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert. On this channel, we talk Kanye West. And today we're talking Ye and Instagram. It says here that he has eight posts but the last 24 hours have been wild. It is way more than eight posts. Ye has a lot of stuff to say after being relatively, for him, uh, quiet for the last six-ish months. So we're going to get into all of these posts, like all of this. Shout out to Ye Archives here. If you want to <laughs> follow a page that has all of Ye's Instagram posts, and that's, that's it, right? A lot of the Ye fan pages will post what Ye did, but this is just an archive of Ye's Instagram. And as Ye is prone to deleting posts, some immediately, this is a very welcome, I don't know why I'm not following, a very welcome account. So uh, we can go down here. And what's cool is you can see, like starting off here, it has the caption as well. So you get the post, you get the caption. So we made a video going over all of these posts the other day. And it seemed like maybe that's the start of something or the end of something we'll see, especially after Ye de uh, deleted some of them. But then he kicked back off yesterday and yesterday was just most of these posts up through here. And today's continued a short few with more continuing to be added. He might even update as I'm making this video, which it's currently 10.39 p.m. Uh, so we're gonna start here with this post, Casper Rorsted also dead at 60. So this is a continuation of the newspaper style post that Ye made after the announcement that Kim and Pete had broken up. Ye did this newspaper headline that said Pete Davidson you know, met his demise at 28 years old. And then at the very bottom included a line about Kid Cudi, <laughs> that Kid Cudi wanted to perform at the funeral, but was scared people are gonna throw things. So here it's celebrating Casper Rorstead. And then at the bottom says, I know what you're thinking, who is Casper? But even less importantly, who is Kid Cudi? So once again, taking a shot at Cudi, which is un unprecedented like yay takes shots at people in the past like we heard everything he said about big sean during the drink champs interview but usually yay does one kind of statement about someone and then kind of lets it go having these continued shots at kid cuddy like this is just not something that i'm used to from yay and they're pretty petty but pretty funny at the same time as well casper uh you can see here from our loads of uh tabs casper was the ceo of adidas came in in 2016 and yay signed his deal I believe it was 2013 or 2014, but the first Yeezys weren't really hitting in full force until 2015. And then 2016, 2017 really started to ramp up the amount of colorways and the amounts just even available, the inventory. So it seems like Ye and Casper would get along. You know, it was in this time that Yeezy really hit its stride and made all of its money. And it seems like that's not the case, especially the way in which the relationship has soured for Ye. 
as it seems Adidas has started to cannibalize a lot of Ye's designs and even continuing to produce Yeezys in colorways that it seems like he may not like or may not have chosen, which is something that's going to come up in a, a later caption or a later uh, note that he wrote. But it seems like he just isn't happy with the way Adidas has been handling the Yeezy brand and their relationship and partnership with Yeezy. And especially because it seemed like, uh, judging by the post that he made the other day, that there were supposed to be brick and mortar retail locations. And that hasn't happened. Ye's pretty pissed at Adidas. And with Casper having been the head of Adidas, uh, you can see here that it said in August, it was announced that he would hand over his role of CEO during the course of 2022. So that's what this newspaper is celebrating is just Casper leaving as CEO. So we have that version. And then here um, reposted just saying God loves us. So the first post was I'm not here to be liked. Um, be liked. You don't like it. Leave. If you don't like it, leave. Um, and then here he goes back to Daniel Cherry. So, um, or no, it doesn't go back to Dan. Wait, yes, goes back to Daniel Cherry. I can't remember if this is the first one or I've just been seeing it so much. So this is the first, okay. I've just seen this photo so many times in the last 24 hours that I thought I already talked about it. Uh, Ye posted this. I'm a nice person, but I'm starting to feel like not being nice. And don't try to tell me what gang you used to roll with in Philly this time. So this is Daniel Cherry the third, And you can see this is from a Bleeding Cool article. And... You may see that Ye has had more to say about Daniel, uh, but the article in question is uh, from February. Daniel Cherry uh, III moves from DC Comics to senior vice president of Adidas. So this continues the beef with Adidas. When Bleeding Cool broke the news that DC Comics SVP and general manager Daniel Cherry III had quit his job 16 months in, we were told of two possible directions he was heading in. One was working for and with Kanye West, with whom he had previously worked on the Nike advertising campaign, which included the Grammy 2007-nominated song Classic, Better Than I've Ever Been, featuring Kanye, Nas, Rakim, and... Uh, KRS one. But we were also told uh, the possibility that he would be going to Adidas. At the time, multiple sources then told Bleeding Cool that it was indeed Ye who was drawing Daniel Cherry III away from DC Comics. Uh, but we are wrong. Instead, it appears that DC has just been appointed SVP general manager at Adidas. So he's just had like a weird career. Got to start in advertising at Crispin Porter Bogusky. Uh, before becoming a co-owner of Frank 151 Magazine and Malbon Brothers Farms, the advertising and brand consulting division of Frank 151 Media Group, he became chief marketing officer of the football club, the New York Cosmos, before being made managing partner and director of brand strategy at Anomaly, working on global brands such as Converse, Umbro, Cole Haan, Budweiser, and Motorola. He worked at Wyden Kennedy, where he led strategy on Nike, the Jordan brand, and ESPN. Double period. His work on Nike included the Grammy 2007 nominated song Classic. Yeah. Oh, so this is just the press release. They got the press release. Uh, he was the senior vice president of marketing and vice president of consumer planning and research at Diego N.A. He was the chief marketing innovation officer for the New Jersey Devils in Prudential Center. And then he was the chief marketing officer, Activision Blizzard Esports. What a weird career this guy has had. But what Ye's saying is apparently they had a meeting before and 
it seemed like this might have been a casual thing like hey man yeah when i was in philly i used to roll with like a gang but we'll see later that it was a bit more intimidating than that it seemed like daniel was upset with yay and trying to <laughs> trying to intimidate yay which yay uh, later mocks so we'll come back to daniel a lot a little later in the video but he called daniel out so this is yay um you know, going after his ops. And we have this post here is saying, I'm not even angry anymore. So somebody made <laughs> this meme, how to create an angry yay. One Yeezy slide, two Yeezy gap engineer by Balenciaga T. Three, how to proceed. If you're Adidas or gap, take the objects made in collaboration with Kanye, respectively the Yeezy slide and Yeezy gap engineer by Balenciaga T and make something similar. That's it. You two now have your angry Kanye. And four down there is angry. <laughs> yeah. uh, and these are the similar shirts that we talked about in the previous video. And these are the similar uh, slides, right? The not flip flops. What are they? Slides? I don't know. Uh, but Ye said, I'm not even angry anymore. I'm focused, which, you know, if you're a Jesus is King fan like myself, uh, follow God on that song. He talks about like, I'm not mean, I'm just focused. <laughs> And so here he's like, I'm not even angry anymore. I'm focused. And that's what we saw through the rest of the day as he started to go to work. So after he made that comment about being focused, we have this video. Atlanta, hmm. LA with both a standard and a shelter. New York City with a flagship. Chicago with a flagship. flagship. So what I think this is, is it's a video of somebody that works for Ye in the Donda division and that Ye is gearing up for his own retail store and already starting to get a plan in place for the release of these stores. And this guy's listing where the stores will be located and what's at each store. So some are flagships, some have a shelter attached. Paris flagship, London standard. Seoul Standard, Tokyo flagship. And then we roll into year two, Miami with shelter, Houston with the standard, San Francisco with the flagship, first hotel in New York City with the shelter, Barcelona with standard. So all these Shanghai. places, like international locations. I think the shelter, Ye's talked about wanting to address homelessness. And after like multiple things in 2022, people are like, what are you doing for homelessness? And got really upset. And it seems like this is something that he wants with each of the stores he wants to open. I'm assuming that's what shelter means. Like if you have a store in New York City, it's not just a store where people shop, but there's also a shelter for the homeless that's attached to it, which is a completely like new take on retail space, right? It's not just the retail space, but also service, like public service, not I'm guessing for-profit service. So that's an interesting thing to keep an eye on. And this map uh, brings back some nostalgia. I didn't bring up the tab, but the original like 2012, 2013, this is what Donda's gonna do, had similar layout, like similar bubbling like this and connecting uh, squares. So it's just kind of a, a style and layout that Ye uses a lot, having these individual bubbles that represent different groups of topics. So it's kind of cool to see that he's still using that. And you can see down here, like timeline, people, tools. I'm guessing that's what that says. 
Um, but there's a whole plan already in place for the rollout of these uh, Yeezy stores. And then here we just have so like a conversation between I guess work uh, at Yeezy or work for Ye. So he just said twins and it's just these people talking about something. Nothing big there. And then here he says, waiting eight days, but it was worth it. So I'm guessing these are, I think he tagged Balenciaga as well, if I remember correctly. Um, but he had talked about making casual shoes that didn't compete with Adidas and the Adidas shoes, like that contract. So it seems like maybe these are the casual shoes that he wants to make either as part of Yeezy Gap or as part of whatever he might be doing individually, as we know, he's upset with Gap as well as Adidas. So it seems he's working on a different kind of shoe, different style of shoe. Uh, this mock-up is not something that I'm initially like, I can't wait to have these. But some of the early designs of other Yeezys weren't <laughs> interesting either. Maybe they're just going to be a Yeezy that I'm not into. But this is seems to be like an initial concept that he had to wait eight days for. And then here... This is the first film roll-up that's polarized. So talking about the Yeezy shades that we've seen a ton of influencers and celebrities and models uh, photographed in. And talking about these Polaroid or polarized roll-up material. Uh, he's going to talk about it a little bit more. That would be FDA approved. So, um, as and then Ye makes the joke about the FDA approval saying, we FDA approved. <laughs> Never been done before. And this is actual polarized roll-up lens that uh, you can fit in. Let me see it rolled up. Then he asks to see it rolled up, so the guy immediately complies and rolls it up. So that's what you get to do with the glasses. So you can just roll them up. They're durable, but they're also. This is the first film roller that's polarized that would be reflect the sun. So they're polarized. Uh, we have that showing off some of the Yeezy shades. And then here is just a post of. I don't know who, but it's a Serena like Williams as a kid shirt, and he just said Serena. And that's because Serena Williams was just playing in the U.S. Open. I think she won yesterday, Thursday, and people are just like, yes, yeah, Serena still got it. Unfortunately, today uh, she lost, and that's now the end of her career. This was her last event. So Serena Williams is retired. I've spent most of my life with Serena Williams being one of the best tennis players in the world. Uh, so it's strange that she's finally retired the many ways in which the world is telling me that I'm getting old. <laughs> and then here we have uh, this photo, this dramatic photo of, I believe it's Tom York getting hit by a car, but you know, being untouched. And the caption was, if you're not looking to work at Yeezy full time, don't text me or nobody I know. We not looking for help in Webster's definition of help. Okay, we're not looking for help. In Webster's definition of help, the fourth definition is to avoid either you 100% with us or you trying to use us for clout. The gig is up and it's up. I promise <laughs> the gig is up and it's up as in like send it up. Like I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to go. The time is now 
just that's what it's up means. I promise on Donda, on Virgil, on Christ. So Ye's just saying like I'm motivated. He's tired of waiting for Adidas to follow through on things, Gap to follow through on things. He's tired of just kind of being in the shadows and being a little more passive. Uh, as we've seen him through a lot of 2022 since March, that he's once again going to be active. And he's promising that on Donda, Virgil, and Christ, like three of the most important people in his life and world. So this music video um, is here, Uncle featuring Tom York, Rabbit in Your Headlights. And you can see walking through this tunnel, there's cars, and eventually one of the cars just kind of hits him. I'm guessing it's at the climax. Yeah, he takes his jacket off and is walking, and you have this dramatic moment. I don't want to get uh, content, <laughs> like copyright claim, but you can see like the car hit him in the smoke, and that's the end of the music video. Like He's actually, I'm guessing like impervious to this danger that was around him. It might be what Ye's taking from this. Like people are going to try to hit me with the car, but look what happens to me and look what happens to the car. Uh, and then here <laughs> he texts uh, Daniel Cherry the third saying I was being nice. And it seems like if there was a previous text from Daniel Cherry, uh, Ye deleted them. So maybe he was responding to something or maybe he's just instigating right? Like I'm reaching out to DC and I'm saying I was being nice. Like that's me being nice. You know, the implication of that line. Uh, I tried, I tried. So he says in this caption, I tried. Mama said trying is fa uh, failing. I failed at trying. I promise I will never try and I will never fail again. So just kind of saying, I'm guessing that's like, you don't try, you do. It's that kind of thing because trying leads to failure where doing leads to success. So it's like I was trying rather than doing and I failed because I was taking these uh, simple steps or more passive steps rather than doing the confident thing that I know to do, which is kind of the journey of Donda the album. He's hesitant from jail up through heaven and hell and over the course of that starts kind of gaining some momentum, gaining some perspective. And then the second half of the album kicks off with Donda, where you have Donda kind of speaking about Ye and who he is. And it's like he remembers himself in that moment and who he needs to be. And this is kind of that, like, I wasn't being me. I need to get back to being me. And I'm someone that does, like, does, that does. I'm someone that do no i do like he's someone that does oh my goodness language but i will never try and i will never fail again god loves us i'm michael every michael you could ever think of everybody always has the line ever since uh watch the throne like uh, michael jackson jordan tyson game six um like tyson jackson jordan yeah i think i'm jackson tyson jordan i'm messing up the order because you wouldn't say like Tyson Jordan Jackson game six because game six is in relation to Jordan. So Jordan ends that list for sure. But that's what he's saying. Every Michael you could ever think of, everyone, yay holding core is federal corp. Yay holding corp is federal tax law and opportunity zones. God loves us. So yeah, he's just kind of making a statement again, like, I am going to do things, I'm going to make things happen, like, get ready and watch. And then here he follows it up with a text message to Claudio and John Pawson. And you can kind of see 
It's courtyard. I think this is the design of the Geezy stores that we heard the guy previously talking about, like the flagship versus the normal stores versus with a shelter. And what he's thinking is this fusion of like commercial space and nature, which is something there's just like hair flying around. Uh, it's something that he's talked a lot about is not just making things all building, but how do you make things feel part of the world? And having this courtyard in the middle of the store is one way of doing that. So it looks like this square space where all the clothes and retail material would be around the outside. And in the middle is the courtyard that people could kind of walk and get nature and get that sense of just vibe and spirit. And similar thing here, instead of a square, it's just a circle. Um, and then parking out front, you know, <laughs> gotta have parking. And then the missions to save humanity. So this is a larger thing than just like a store. It's to save humanity. So that's that photo. Wait, where are we? Okay, we're just, <laughs> it took us way back. And then the caption was, this is the kind of time I'm on. This, that, Jay, and yay. This, that, Jay, and Dame. This, that, yay, and Sean. This, that, yay, and John. I'm not sure which John he's talking about. Like, John Legend? Maybe John Legend. There's probably a John that's really obvious that I'm not thinking of. Uh, but it's, it's just like, yay and Jay have done great, tremendous things together, right? And then Jay and Dame did amazing things together with Rockefeller. And then Ye and Sean, uh, uh, Diddy, right? That's who I think he's, or maybe saying Big Sean. But he just honored Diddy, uh, Sean Combs, uh, a few months back at BET. So either he's talking about like work that he's done with Diddy or like building Big Sean's career, but essentially saying like, I make things happen. Like this is the energy that has changed the world by making like careers, making companies. I'm on that grind right now. Uh, and then here, just posting the easy shades. This is the kind of time I'm on. Oh yeah, same caption, but Amelia Gray in the shades. Um, and then here, just random asides in the midst of this, love this and it's just j cole on the cover of uh 2k23 basketball game uh the dreamer edition if you don't know that j cole loves basketball j cole loves basketball and kind of wants to be a professional basketball player but obviously he's at a point in his life where he's not going to be a professional basketball player but he plays basketball all the time and is pretty good you can catch videos of it on youtube i think he's playing in like an independent league. But then <laughs> that was kind of all that happens uh, more on 9-1. And then I thought this was 9-2 that this started. No, no, this was still yesterday. I've just seen these things so many times. Okay. Uh, Ye came back with, they teach black kids Kwanzaa at Sierra Canyon. What the is Kwanzaa and who made that up? Everyone lives in LA for the check anyway, so no one really cares about their children being indoctrinated. So he's going after Kwanzaa and Kwanzaa's uh, annual celebration of African-American culture from December 26th to January 1st, culminating in a communal feast called Caribou. Usually on the sixth day, it was created by activists uh, Milana Karenga, based on African harvest festival traditions from various parts of West and Southeast Africa. Kwanzaa was first celebrated in 1966. So it's a newer holiday and seemed to be something that was part of African-American culture, but uh, is not something that is just like universally black, right? 
And I mean, Ye himself is expressing just like, what is this? This is not something that was part of my life. Why are they teaching it to my kids? And saying specifically, they teach black kids Kwanzaa at Sierra Canyon as if it's this targeted thing. Like, this is what you celebrate, right? Rather than what the rest of us celebrates. And that seemed to make Ye very mad. Um, I'm not sure what the actual curriculum at Sierra Canyon is. Maybe it's something where they just talk about all holidays. Maybe it's something where they were being like that tone depth and ugly. I'm not sure. Um, but Ye definitely was not happy about what was going on and has taken shots at Sierra Canyon in the past. This is not the first time he's been upset about the school and might've been part of the reason why he started, uh yeezy christian academy back in 2020 and then donda academy the donda school like last year it seems like he really wants a place for his kids to go and now that becomes a major part of the conversation so it started with him just being really mad at gap and then kind of transitioned to him going after adidas and now is getting more personal with him talking about his kids and then this was a text message from bari um sending to yay it was a kanye it was a, a post by young thug that said kanye i got over 100 acres however many you need they're yours free of charge on god so young thug who's currently in jail uh has yay talked about wanting to open up his initial store in atlanta so this is young thug saying like i have 100 acres there like take whatever you need, whatever you want. They're yours. You don't have to pay me. Do what you need to do. So that's nice of Young Thug. Uh, I don't know what Ye's going to do, <laughs> uh, but the offer's on the table. And then Bari followed up with, we got to get Thug out of jail. And <laughs> Ye says, just sent this to Kim, which is just classic Kanye. It's hilarious in the context that he and Kim have been so at odds in 2022, especially with some of the message that we're going to see coming up with him and Kim and how sarcastic he's being and how like, just like sharp he's being, he's really poking at people. And we've seen like the tone of his posts up to this point. Right? So when he says, just sent this to Kim, there's something very tongue in cheek about it. Just caustically sarcastic um that makes it funny like is it this her specialty um but also like bittersweet that it's at the point where it just kind of you know he might have been completely earnest but the way in which the conversation with him and kim takes a turn in later messages it's just like oh man you just hope that things would be okay <laughs> um and then he said free YSL referring to Young Thug. And then another post of just like Serena Williams, but this time she's posing with Virgil. Uh, and we're getting a couple like back-to-back -back photos and just, you know, Virgil and Serena, the V and the S. I haven't been paying attention to if there's multiple <laughs> pictures in the frame. Uh, yeah, yeah, there haven't been. Um, this is the there haven't been. Okay, uh, and then moving on, we have this. So somebody posted this, like trying to get Ye's attention, saying Los Angeles Apparel is selling unreleased Yeezy backdoor. They have been undercutting Ye for the past two years. So apparently they're getting their hands on some like mock-up materials, stuff that's not formally released, and selling it at really crazy prices. This is $1,500. 
And Ye's only response was just, wait, what? <laughs> like, what is this? Who is this? Who's going on? So I don't know if he's going to follow up on that, if they're getting like a cease and desist, like the burger restaurant in Australia that was the, the college dropout burger got a cease and desist or what's going on. But Ye reacting to that. And then this was not today. That's still yesterday. Okay. Uh, he posted, hi, Hillary. Hi, Mark. You got to take me off Instagram. So he talks about being shadow banned before, and he had gotten in trouble on Twitter and got suspended on Twitter after he posted the phone number for the editor-in-chief of Forbes. And it seemed like there was something else where he felt like he was shadow banned or losing followers. So that was some of the reason why he moved over to Instagram. Uh, but apparently sometime in the past, uh, Instagram got mad at him. So that's why he's calling out Mark and I guess Hillary uh, Clinton for a reason. Uh, if there's a backstory there, I'm not sure what it is aside from just trying to show that Hillary has influence on these things uh, or like the left has influence on these things. But my kids going to Donda, they not going to Sierra Canyon, Charlemagne the God and Chris get your popcorn. So like Charlemagne being in the media and uh, kind of benefiting off of all the drama. So Ye is like, you know, get your popcorn because you're going to want to see this because drama is about to unfold. And then Chris Jenner also just has made a whole career out of generating not just the Keeping Up with the Kardashians television show, but the drama that keeps people tuning in to Keeping Up with the Kardashians and organizing all kinds of things. So it's just like, you want drama? Here's some drama for these people that kind of feed and make their careers off of drama. Like, I'm ready to go. Um, and then that kicked off a whole other <laughs> uh, thing. You get see a text from Kim that says, can you please stop? So I'm guessing that's because this was... This was the first time Ye mentioned Chris or the second time? First time. Okay. Again, I've been looking at these for the last 24 hours multiple times, getting ready for this video. So the timeline in my brain's just... So he mentions Chris and it seems like Kim's just like, can you please, just please stop. And he says, no, we need to talk in person. You don't have uh say-so of where the kids go to school. Why you get to say like because you half whites which is just oh man <laughs> like going back to the the sarcasm i read and just sent this to kim is why like the tone of this and you can see he <laughs> posted it with the bot bubbles coming in and he just said popcorn like this is the popcorn like get ready because you're gonna see some stuff and this has like opened up a debate in the fandom of you know where is like should it yay have a say of where his kids go to school like why is it just sierra canyon and then here you have this other post uh saying don't let chris make you do playboy like she made kylie and kim do hollywood is a giant brothel pornography destroyed my family i deal with the addiction instagram promotes it not gonna let it happen to northy and chicago so this is just a post from where is it right here Kylie Jenner's former assistant and BFF Victoria Villaroel is now an influencer get to know her oh man so it's just like somebody that was in Kylie's world and is now doing this kind of influence yay saying like 
don't let Chris Jenner manipulate you into these things. And this is the reason why I know some people are like, why is he so upset about his kids and Kim? And you have to wonder everything he saw behind the scenes watching the Kardashians operate, not just them filming the show, but the way in which they like put stories out into the public, the way in which they covered their own bases, the kind of things they manufactured for attention and drama. And it's becoming well known at this point that the tape between Kim and Ray J, which is something that's going to come up in one of our next tabs, uh, wasn't just this random wild thing that Ray J happened to release. It was a coordinated campaign, according to Ray J and others, by Chris, who very much knew what she was doing to increase the fame of Kim and kind of get her name in the public space and kickstart her entire career. And it did. It worked. But it was not only the tape, but then doing Playboy and kind of exploiting uh, the physical aspects of not just Kim, but Kylie as well. And Ye is understandably worried that history will repeat itself, right? If that's the way the family has made all, not just like Kim, but Kim, Courtney, Chloe, Kylie, Kendall, all kind of built up into these money-making influencers and names, what are they going to do with the next generation? And while Ye was hands off with the rest of the family because that's their business, now it's his business because these are his daughters. And you could understand why he would be nervous of Kim already having North on Instagram and just what influence is it going to be? And people might argue like, you know, Kim also has a vested interest in not having her daughter go down that path. Maybe Kim doesn't want to like take that same route. And then I'm sure other people would argue like maybe Kim doesn't even know that it's like a boundary that should be crossed or has a distorted view of where the boundaries are because of the kind of life that she's led and the kind of life that she's been living in front of social media and yay's right to be worried. So there's this whole like back and forth on this topic. And if yay's over worrying or if he's appropriately worrying, and it's something that the general public would have no idea of because we're just all outsiders looking in, but it is a dad who is stressed out about his daughters being in a family that has made a career out of this kind of influencer exploitation model and kind of laid the groundwork for everybody else that's followed. So you have that, and then uh, you can kind of see like a connection between some of these posts. Monica Corrigan, who is an OnlyFans model and just a model in general that Ye's been friends with for a couple years, it seems. Um, he also was just... Like went and saw Top Gun with her and it caused all these headlines of like, did Ye break up with Chaney and is now dating Monica? No, that was not the case, but it seems like they've continued to be friends. And Monica texted him saying, thank you. I want to stop OnlyFans and do fashion consulting full time. So I don't know if she's like thanking him for posting about like these things or talking about and this kind of thing, or if it's just he like hired her to do something or paid her to do something or introduced her to someone if there was something that happened that caused the the thank you right where that's coming from but it seems like she wants to transition to fashion consulting something that's not just people 
looking at her body, but is something where she has her skill and craft. Uh, and he just said, praise God, like, you know, good that she's moving towards something else. Uh, and then that leads into here, Sierra Canyon, Gap, Adidas. Like these are the three like enemies right now. These are the ops. Uh, caption, it's up. Hillary and Mark, are you blocking me? So as we said earlier, it's up is just saying like it's on. I'm going after like these people, this group, like it's on sites, right? Um, and then just calling out like, are you blocking me? Or are you going to stop me from speaking truth and saying what I need to say? And we go to this next text message exchange between Ye and Kim. And it's Kim saying, from my mom, please, like all capital letters, please tell him to please stop mentioning my name. I'm almost 67 years old and I don't always feel great. And this stresses me to no end, uh, which, like, you know, Chris isn't young anymore. And this is stressful. The amount of attention and conversation this generates is a lot. So I completely understand her feeling the crush and the stress of this kind of thing. But there's an irony to it as well as Chris has made like an empire, like a fortune, a fortune and created an empire by stirring up this kind of drama in the lives of other people and the lives of her daughters and being magnetic for this kind of attention. And she's usually in control of it, right? And now that it's being turned back on her and is out of her control, it's now this like, please stop, please keep me out of it. I don't wanna be a part of it. It's like, you kind of like, created this beast not yay but like the the media beast the drama the the gossip the all of this like tmz and page six have just gone up a whole new level by the drama that the kardashians and chris have masterminded for over a decade now and now all of a sudden it's like no no i don't feel good I feel bad and then also I'm just like, is this more just the Kardashians knowing how to play this in the media, knowing that Ye's going to post text messages, knowing how they'll come off if it's just like, hey, next time he texts you and is posting stuff like this, let's try and send texts that are going to make us seem presented in the best light possible, right? Is this them still manipulating the situation in the way that they always do? Or is this genuine? And if it's genuine, also, like, is it it not ironic? And that gets to Ray J, uh, who was pretty annoyed <laughs> by that message. Uh, so you can see here, Ray J has offered some criticism of his own in connection with Kris Jenner, this time amid ongoing coverage of remarks about the Kardashian-Jenner family matriarch from Kanye West. As previously reported, Ye, amid a slew of Instagram posts this week, shared screenshots of text exchange in which an unidentified person, seemingly and widely assumed to be Kim Kardashian, I like how uh, Trace here covered their bases by being like, we don't know it's Kim, but it's assumed to be. Uh, shared an urgently presented message from their mother. Tell him to please stop, yada, yada. In this response, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then down here, Ray J said, what about my mom, Chris? You telling people false stories about me, making the black man look horrible for your gain? You introduced me to Steve Hirsch. I'm guessing that's the person that 
put out the tape with Ray J and Kim. You masterminded everything for your family and tried to ruin mine at the same time, which is the games that we're talking about, right? It's like the initial media controversy or the initial marketing of this video was Ray J's releasing the tape of him and Kim and not like my daughter's releasing her own tape. So it was this taboo thing, this thing you shouldn't be seeing. And that drove up the interest. It drove up the the hype about it. it and it also made Kim more of a, a martyr or a victim, an unwilling participant in something that it seems like the family was very much like keyed into and in on. And that allowed them to start cultivating the story of Kim rising up from this event and making something of herself uh, despite this horrible thing that happened to her. And there were times where they made Ray J out to be the bad guy. Like, how dare you? How dare he? And it's like, you coordinated this with me. This was your plan. I was working with you. And then you made me out to be the bad guy and played the victim for all of these years. And do you know what that did to me? Do you know how that stressed out my mom? And she's not benefiting from the money in the same way that you are <laughs> like, yeah, uh, you don't think all mothers get stressed or you special, huh? I know it's old and I don't care. This makes me sick, but God had my back and still does. So Ray J was definitely upset at that one and just like, yeah. Um, then we have this where it's like Tristan, Trav, and Scott, like Tristan, Travis Scott's. <laughs> um, and he says, calling my fellow donors, we in this together. Uh, essentially saying that me, Tristan, and Travis were just used by the Kardashian sisters to get babies from black men. And that's all that we were, were donors to them. That the relationship might not have been as great as we thought or think, which, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's like, yay, Kim, I mean, Ye was very passionate about Kim and in love with Kim for years. It was him pursuing her rather than her pursuing him. And then Tristan continuously, continuously cheats on Chloe. And then Travis is still with Kylie. So it leaves a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth on this one because uh, Travis and Kylie seemingly have a very like happy relationship and speaking on it and reducing it in this way while he's still in it uh, feels just a little wrong to me. And then Tristan continuously and habitually cheating on Chloe. It's hard to make him out just to be like a donor when he she's the one that keeps making forgivenesses for him. And, you know, maybe you could call into question her motives and continuing to get back together with him. But even after already having the kid with him, you think if she really wasn't in it for him, she would just leave him behind for someone else. Uh, so that one, that one hurt me a little bit just in terms of just like, a, uh, and then there was this one. Uh, anybody that says I'm spiraling when I express the undeniable truths is a sheep. <laughs> so that's the thing now, whenever Ye speaks out like this, when he's quiet, people start to respect him, appreciate him, uh, speak highly of him, and the positivity kind of gathers over time. But the moment he starts calling out these things that he has issues with and doing so in a very real way, 
non-PR, non-manufactured uh, way that's just like off the cuff. And uh, he almost never says anything that's like truly evil or mean, especially when you look at some of the political discourse that happens on the daily or even somebody in a photo that's gonna, I don't know, he didn't post her photo, but there's one person that I saw a photo of wearing Yeezy Gap, like half the stuff that she says is just like vile. So it's like, Ye says some controversial stuff, but it's almost never like evil kind of stuff. But whenever he expresses this, you have such negativity and people immediately jump to mental health and saying that he's having this breakdown. And that was one of the things even in September of 2020, after he did his South Carolina speech, uh, all these people were really concerned about his mental health. And a number of people like Dave Chappelle flew out to Wyoming to make sure he's okay. And they're just like, this is just, he's completely normal. This is just the yay that we know he's talking normally. And then just sends this text message off that causes this uproar or this Twitter post that causes an uproar when he's just like talking and laughing with us. So it is hard to read what the truth of the situation is just from a distance, right? Not being around him, not hearing his thoughts in person, but he's getting mad at all the commentary <laughs> every time he expresses himself uh, just being like, oh, it must be a mental breakdown. It must be a mental breakdown. And he says, STFU and worry. So like, shut up and worry about your own kids. I obviously am dealing with wars at the highest levels of control and discrimination based on the level I'm operating at. A conductor got to turn their back to the audience to direct the orchestra. Man, so like I can't pay attention to everything that everybody's saying about me because in order to lead, in order to make sure all of this happens that I want to happen, I have to turn my back on the on the, the conversation. Oh yay, crazy is basic as F at this point. I'm simply right. <laughs> it, it does get exhausting just people immediately being like, he's crazy. And you're like No, there's there's substance to what he's saying. I know girls who <laughs> Uh, sell their bodies that don't agree with how my daughters are displayed. So uh, kind of pointing out that there are people that do this for a living that look at how Kim is putting like promoting North uh, out there um, and shy out there and not like sitting well with them. Uh, and then y'all not uh, going to keep discriminating on me while the organizations use me and use us all. So that's what he's feeling with Adidas and Gap at this point, that they're using him and not necessarily working with him. Ye stated multiple times that he wants a seat on the board. He wants like influence. He wants to have a say in what's going on and they won't give him that, but continue to profit off of Yeezys, off of Yeezy Gap and this product that he's making them. And he doesn't like that barrier. This is the same frustration he was feeling when he made Yeezus, right? Like fashion brands would collaborate with him for a shoe line or some clothing, but they weren't giving him the opportunity as an actual designer or as an actual name in the industry. Uh, and this is just, I'm the kid's father. Imagine not having any say so on where your kids go to school, which I'm very curious what the conversation there was because like North started going to Sierra Canyon. North's nine years old. So she's been going to Sierra Canyon for 
like three or four years at this point, meaning that like Ye was married to Kim and there when North was going to go to school. So what conversations happened at that time? Was it just assumed because they lived in Calabasas and all the kids in Calabasas from that level of wealth went to Sierra Canyon? That's that's just what's going on and Kanye had no say in the matter? Or is it just at this point after she's been there for a while and Ye doesn't like the curriculum that he wants to have a say in what's going on and not liking it? Um, so that kind of jumps out to me. But he has another post uh, here following up that says, I was driven crazy before. I'm not going crazy no more. It's not up to Calabasas or Hulu where my kids go to school. I'm not the crazy one here. Uh, like, it's like Calabasas starter pack is that you're extremely wealthy and your kids go to Sierra Canyon. <laughs> so I think that's kind of the, the cultural dynamic there is what he's saying. And then Hulu... I have no idea what's going on behind the scenes, but Hulu's now in charge of the new Kardashian show, right? They're no longer on E. It's no longer keeping up with the Kardashians. It's the Kardashians. It's on Hulu and they're getting ready for season two. I don't know if maybe they've been filming North at Sierra Canyon more or wanting to visit the school and see what North's doing. If they want to make North part of the show and it's better for TV if she's at Sierra Canyon um, or if Ye's just you know, making assumptions that in the past E has determined things that the family did. And now that they're with Hulu, like Hulu's going to determine things that the family does. Um, it's up. I won't stop until I have a say so on my kids, no matter what it legally takes, uh, which bringing up like the legality aspect, there's still ongoing, like the divorce is not fully finalized, meaning the custody dynamics, I don't think are fully finalized. So it seems like an issue Ye might want to challenge. But I do wonder what like the ultimate, what it means to have a say, right? Does that mean that he gets to be heard and considered? But what if North is just like, I've been here four years and I want to go to school here? Is having a say mean it goes his way no matter what? Or does it mean that he at least just to, gets to take part in the conversation like, is there a way in which he has a say and North is still at Sierra Canyon? Or is it something where it's he just wants to have it his way in this situation? And, um, you know, maybe his way is the right way. I don't know. But just kind of another <laughs> viewpoint jumping out to me on this conversation. It's such a complicated discussion, I think. Um, and he says, come on and get me. I'm a man of God. The father's job is to be the bad guy sometimes. So Trevor Noah, come speak on my family so I can be the bad guy. A couple months ago, Trevor Noah did a whole segment about the Kim, Kanye, Pete Davidson drama and was pretty critical about Kanye. Uh, so he's just kind of challenging him. Like, what are you going to say this time? Like, I'm a father speaking on my family. What do you have to say about it? Uh, and then here... <laughs> Ask Pete how those tattoos of my kids doing in the trauma unit. And there was no there was no comment with this. This is comment enough. And what he's referring to is this. There was this photo that came out of Pete. And you can see right here. It says K-N-S-C-P. And it seems to be Kim North Saint Shy Psalm. And that Pete's a very... 
tattoo oriented guy has a ton of tattoos gets them very quickly into relationships too and infamously gets them erased pretty quickly as well and it seems like nine months into his relationship with kim he finally felt confident enough to get these initials on his neck as just a sign of like i care about you all or i'm assuming that's what it was and it was only like two months later that they broke up so I don't know if that's something where that was just kind of did it sit well with people that aren't necessarily into tattoo culture. It's like, look what I did. And it's like, ah, uh, great, especially because there were reports that Pete hadn't even met the kids until like March, meaning that they spent like six months of the nine months, not, him not meeting the kids and then finally met them and within like a month, got the tattoo. It always jumped out as like a kind of a weird like just too much to me like even if he means well it's it's too much um it's one thing if you're like the stepdad for 10 years and you get like the initials and you're have a close relationship but uh then still he said today is about control my kids yeezy adidas yeezy gap it's up on all three of these issues at the same time because it's all the same mentality that makes these people feel they can keep getting away with things and that's what we were talking about with Ye kind of being in a passive place in terms of his kids, in terms of Adidas, in terms of Gap, and not liking the direction that people are taking. And it's like there was only so long that he could keep quiet and watch things progress before he wants to course correct. And historically, Ye's course corrections have been very successful when it comes to music, fashion, uh, just career work, the things that he's taken the time to address have all done pretty well overall in the world. There's a reason he's a billionaire multiple times over. So he's kind of annoyed at everything everyone's doing and calling him out. And here he just kind of added uh, the IS. So not just Trav Scott, but Travis. Uh, these, my brothers, I'm only one I ever seen stand up to Chris though. Come fight me. I love pain. Yeah. So kind of just talking about the idea that like Tristan and Travis just kind of acquiesce to anything that Chris wants while Ye stands up. He did so in 2020. He's doing so now. Uh, and then this was today. Finally, we get to today. He recaps, which I know he had been talking to... Oh my goodness. Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Hollywood Unlocked. It just went tweeted from Kanye's account. Oh my goodness. I've been speaking for so long that my brain's just kind of fried at this point. It's been 53 minutes. Oh my goodness. Anyway, Hollywood Unlocked uh, said that he had, it's just right there in the back of my brain too. Hollywood Unlocked with blah, 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 blah. Uh, he talked about... Um, uh, kind of reaching out to Ye multiple times to be like, hey, translate for the people, explain to the people in more detail what's going on, just kind of helping Ye get his thoughts in order to tell out to the public so that the public can understand where he's coming from. And this feels like one of those recaps where I thought the name would come to be there. Uh, Might have reached out between like 
the previous post and this post and been like, hey, you should summarize again for people what's going on. So he says, here is the through line. Gap having meetings about me without me. So Gap's discussing Yeezy Gap, discussing the partnership with Ye, discussing Ye without him presence. That has to be frustrating. Adidas releasing old shoes and coloring my shoes like I'm dead. So uh, Adidas is essentially taking control of... Uh, the Yeezy line and putting out colors and re-releasing things that Ye may not have wanted re-released. I mean, I could imagine Ye being like, I don't want uh, the original 350s released ever again. Like, I don't like those shoes. We've moved past those shoes. Why are you re-releasing them? Or I have those blue Yeezys right there, uh, the 700. And it's like, maybe Ye never wanted blue Yeezys. They made that solar red Yeezy too. And I'm pretty sure Ye said that he was never going to have another red shoe. So it's like, he's upset about that. And they could call him, like they could contact him. They could work with him on these things. Like he's there, he's alive, but they're not. And then me not having a say on where my children go to school. Call me whatever names you want. If you don't understand why I will not back down on my businesses, my brands, and my children, then you're the ones who are crazy. So Ye definitely throwing down the gauntlet. And this is kind of the most I've seen him push back on the public. Usually he says what he says and isn't necessarily as concerned with what the public's saying. And in a lot of these posts, he's just like, hey, you're the ones that are being unreasonable. I'm the one that's right here. <laughs> like you need to examine where you're coming from. So whoa, what was the caption? No caption. And then, oh wait, no, here. Uh, Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving me the platform that so many fathers have not had. And then this is just better. Or maybe Ye reposted it, but... And then this was a, another text message to Kim. Idea, kids two days at Donda and three at Sierra Canyon or three days at Donda and two at Sierra Canyon, including field trips, busing to educational places. Uh, this is co-parenting. So he's offering to do the splits and like it, it is the 50-50 way of doing things, but I don't know how practical it would be as the schools would be teaching like two very different curriculums. It's like if you're missing two or three days of classes at the one school, you're constantly going to be behind what you're hearing in the classroom. You're going to be doubled up on homework um, or trying to catch up on work at both places. And then you might be split like socially. I feel like it's tends to be much easier for a kid if they're just in the one location um and able to kind of have that consistency of place so it's one of those things where like this is uh, a 50 50 split but i don't know if the the practical way it works out would be to the best advantage of the the child maybe it would make it work or maybe it's something where north would be like yes gladly or maybe north wants to be out of sierra canyon i don't know but it's, it's just i see more practical issues with this than uh, a realistic solution um and then he returns to daniel cherry so it just texted him at 11 53 a.m what are we doing you can see the previous text message was deleted so it seems like yay's definitely deleting texts um 
all the time but what are we doing you haven't responded and then yesterday was exhausting my grandmother used to say i'm tired but i ain't weary so Ye's definitely feeling a lot of emotions and that's very vulnerable i don't think i've ever heard him talk about this kind of thing leaving him tired exhausted drained outside of the song i feel like that right uh which didn't even get a, a formal release uh but he said like yesterday was exhausting so this isn't just him like raging and like saying all these things like this takes a lot out of him as well feeling these emotions that are galvanizing these posts like this is definitely like tiring but Ye's on a mission as well which is why he's saying like i'm tired but i ain't weary like i'm trying to do the things that i need to do as he said in the previous post for like my brands my children and my businesses so this is just what the conductor does and then he posts the same picture of Daniel Cherry. Hi, my name is DC. I was hired by the recently deceased Casper without Ye's knowledge to run the most culturally influential brand in the world. I got ideas starting with this hat. They gave me the job over Mark Minor because they love my hat idea. Damn, I miss Casper. This just reads like a skit from College Dropout or Late Registration. Just pure like uh little jimmy right like i hear it in the little jimmy uh voice but um hi my name's little jimmy i was my name's jimmy yeah uh so it seems like the issue here is that Ye had maybe a relationship with dc and then without Ye's knowledge adidas hired uh cherry to come in and cherry was kind of overseeing yeezy and that the two of them butted heads in that process with Adidas maybe siding with Cherry more than they did with Ye. And that's some of the, the friction here, some of the resentment here. And that Ye really wanted Mark Minor to have the job. Uh, Mark Minor, where? Okay. So Mark Minor <laughs> is a previous Nike designer. I think that's him back here. And he left with these other guys, Mark Dolce, Mark Minor, and Senior uh, Design Director Dennis Dekovic uh, all left Nike and moved to Adidas. And Nike actually sued them, I think, for breach of contract. Uh, yeah, $10 million lawsuit last year against the three of its senior designers after their move to Adidas. And then they countersued. So... Yeah, the designers are not interested and will not use old Nike designs or old Nike ideas in their new venture. None of these designers have ever passed any trade secret information to Adidas or any other competitor, and they will not ever do so. So that's kind of what Nike was afraid of. Like, you have all this information about our shoe designs, and now you're going to our competitor. This is like a clear violation of your contracts or no competes. And they're like, we don't care about your designs. And you can see here, designed by Mark Miner, the Yeezy 700 V3. So after initially uh, teasing the V3 in a sketch earlier this year, Kanye West has now given the best look at the upcoming silhouette. Posting an image of the chunky sneaker on Twitter, Ye paid tribute to Mark Miner, Adidas, Vice President, Creative Director, and the rest of the team who worked on the silhouettes. Um, and this was the another tweet. Yeezy design meeting with Mark Miner and Randall Yarborough. So... Yay seems cool with Mark, uh, likes Mark's designs. Mark might have been part of the design team when even Yay was back doing the um, Yeezys with Nike. So maybe they have a history and he would have liked to work with Mark, but instead got 
Hatman, and he is not happy with Hatman. <laughs> so there's that post there, and then another one zooming in on the hat saying "Black Hats Matter," <laughs> which Ye's in his comedy bag, and then another one saying, "I know what y'all are th- uh, thinking. Ye will never be able to walk the streets of Philly again. I love getting threatened in meetings. It's my new favorite thing." Thank you, Danielson. And don't try, nice Karate Kid reference. And don't try to tell me no one knows him in Philly because I'm, because uh, he told me everybody knows him in Philly. And I'm concerned about my well being, especially if I see a bunch of people running up wearing these hats. It still ends like a little Jimmy skit, right? <laughs> like, uh, count up all the money, uh, all the change in your purse really fast. That's how I hear that, like ending in the same in the same way with DeRay Davis's voice in my head. Uh, but really going in on Cherry, and that seems to tie in to all the way to the earlier post, right at the very beginning of this hour long video, um, where Ye talked about Daniel telling him that he rolled with gangs in Philly, and it's like, no, I love getting threatened in meetings. So it seems like there was some conflict between the two of them, and Daniel was just like, yo. Do you know what went down in Philly when I was in Philly? Do you know who I was in Philly? You're not going to be safe in Philly. And he's just like, do you know who my best friend is? Have you ever heard of Pusha T? Like, <laughs> I, like I am going to be more than okay in Philly, in Virginia, wherever like city I go to. I, like, I probably know someone that's more important and relevant than, than you. So, eh, eh. But really like calling out Cherry, especially with the hats. And then just the idea of like Cherry's gang all wears these hats is is really good. It's just like what a great image there. Um, and then where are we? This one, uh, this photo here, which I don't know who the original photo is. Um, I feel like I've seen the photo before, but yay, just crop Daniel Cherry's face and put it on this photo and said, hi everyone, my name is DC. How Casper gonna die before I got these hats out? I know Mark and none of the design team will listen to me. Man, so just kind of calling out some internal drama, maybe like a rift between the design team and DC, which like DC maybe running Yeezy and having no background in fashion and coming from a lot of the sports world as he did might be a bit of a a conflict though you would think yay not being from the fashion world himself and being from the music world would like people crossing over into things but apparently dc just rubbed yay the wrong way and that's it oh he wiped it so all the posts have been wiped so instead of oh no no oh man there's more okay uh there was this one yeah i actually brought up so donna sports um this is jalen brown of the boston celtics so he went to the donda school and that was something that i was really curious about is like what's the state of the donda school and you can see here that jalen brown uh once he signed to donda sports and there's all these kids there i don't think this is the full class though it might be it's him with all the kids and he said donda academy three kids gave me their autograph today and said they will be famous <laughs> i believe them that's definitely yay school <laughs> three kids being like i'm gonna be famous so jalen taking photos with all the kids hanging out um and then this seems to be the the lunch table so it's a very 
open space and we know that yay's into open air concepts so it definitely doesn't seem like a traditional school structure right with the each individual classroom it seems that the grades are kind of united and then this room looks really nice right i think that's a portrait of donda uh in the background with the dove you have the windows so very different between like this cafeteria setting and kind of the the brutalist factory feel of this place versus this room with the nice floors the nice windows and lights so this seemed to be a group of older kids uh just by the like general heights and age of some of the people in the photos and this seems to be like a much younger group of kids so <laughs> uh jalen hanging out with like all of them and then these are the autographs which is pretty cool i used to do that in high school um there was one time like the last week of school i had the the little packet of like 200 sheets of paper and i just signed to a great fan chris lambert on a hundred sheets of paper and was just handing them out to people in the hallway as i was walking around yeah I'm, yeah ah yeah like legitimately just walking up to people i don't know and being like here here and people i do know and being like here here i i was like typically well like people just kind of looked at me and was like oh that's chris <laughs> but um yeah, there was that. So Jalen Brown went to Donda. So yay, just kind of posting that Jalen Brown was there. And then here we have <laughs> this just hat, hat, hat pinned, hat pinned. Uh, so making more hat puns, which is fantastic. Pun yay is one of the best yays. Pun yay is very funny. Fun yay? Pun yay is fun yay? No, I'm not. I'm not the punner. Yay is the punner. And then Luke Massaro, all DC does is cap. get it cap yo luke nice job with that one uh perfect so speaking of caps i think we can put a lid on this because this is the longest video uh we've ever done i am incredibly thirsty i'm going to take a swig of this and then go do other things so this was a recap of yay's instagram posts until next time stay wavy and keep it loopy cheers everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.